and welcome to Holiday Helper. My name's Olivia, and today we'll be continuing the conversation about Christmas, my personal favorite holiday. Today I want to talk to you about three new topics. Your outdoor lights, your wreath, should you choose to have one, and of course, your tree. Let's start with the tree, shall we? Now, personally, I like a real tree, and the struggle of putting up the lights, putting up the tree, taking down the tree, plus the watering it, and all that kind of good stuff. But I also love the simplicity of putting a fake tree together. And most of the time, if you put a fake tree up, you don't have to worry about the lights. There's also the debate over real versus fake trees, and I think this deserves a little tangent of its own. I'm a total believer in reduce, reuse, recycle with everything. And I know that plastic trees have a much longer lifespan than a real tree, considering a real tree only lasts about four weeks, and a fake one can last you quite a few years. Having a fake tree reduces the environmental waste and allows more trees in the world to stay standing when they technically do belong outside. But that doesn't mean real trees are bad. Most trees that are sold at your local Walmart or Canadian Tire or other hardware store are almost always from a Christmas tree farm. They are grown for the specific purpose of being cut down one day to be a Christmas tree. Plus, Christmas tree farmers will always replace the chopped down tree for a brand new one to grow in its place. That, and if you donate or recycle your tree correctly, it'll usually either end up at a sawmill to create products, composted, or in a landfill that will burn the tree and then it'll be placed on the fourth floor to promote new growth. Okay, tangent over, refocusing. Now it's time where most people go crazy. Lights, balls, candy cane, icicles. But I want you to take a step back and just look at your tree for a minute. I want you to theme your tree, whether it's around a color or an item such as snowmen's or angels. A theme can tie your tree to the rest of your room, or you can even make it so separate that it's its own piece, but it still gathers items from the rest of the room, which I think a tree should be a spotlight item. What about under the tree, you may wonder? Well, as much as I know, the presents will go there and they're going to look amazing. Tree skirts can be full of personality. You can get white ones with snowflakes or green ones with trees on it. Everything you can imagine, you can probably find it. In my opinion, you want to look for three big things. One, does it go with your theme? Two, is it big enough to wrap around the stand of your tree? And three, will I reuse it slash will it last? These three questions can be super important when picking out a tree skirt. Now I get if you have animals, they may not last, nor you want a tree skirt, but they add so much pizzazz and personality to your decorating. I mean, think about every Christmas movie. Take the Polar Express, for example. They have a tree skirt, plus some pretty impressive skills tying everything together. 
Okay, let's talk about the lights. Multicolored lights have always been my family's go-to, considering they usually go with everything. But white and warm lights can really add a rustic vibe to your tree. Bright white lights can really give the illusion of what snow might look like on your tree, whereas a more warm cream-colored light can look like the candles that were placed on the tree from the 16th century until string lights were invented, which was sometime in the 1900s. I would also, once again, like to warn you about the use of candles on your tree, especially if they are lit. They are a fire hazard, especially around cocktail hour. <laughs> Less is more. Now, if you're a garland person, it's best to stick with silver, white, and gold, and mainly decorate your tree with red balls. But don't forget those special balls or decorations. Those should be front and center, and the other decorations should only be placed around them as accents. Now, I realize some people have those very special decorations, like when your son or daughter was first born, or when you first moved out, or first got married. And But there's also people who buy the really fancy ones from Walmart. Same rules apply. They are your important pieces, and the rest should just be accents to showcase those pieces even more. Don't let your garland bunch up. And another word of caution around garland, try not to hang decorations off of it. It is its own decoration, and hanging balls off it may just come across as tacky, unless it is woven into the garland itself. Your tree is the eye catcher for the most part. It's the thing that shimmers all night long while you wait for St. Nick to arrive. So take care and make it fun. And try and get everyone in your home involved from, from ages 1 to 92. <laughs> you know what I mean. It's something that people remember. And it should be a family affair. Outdoor lights can be tricky. Most people outline their eaves with lights and oftentimes it looks really good. Now this depends if you're a multicolored person or if you like more simplistic things. Keeping in mind, please do not try and keep up with the Joneses, if you know what I mean. Most of the time, those Joneses have hired someone to put up their lights. Now, if you're hiring someone to decorate your outside or inside, that's totally okay as well. But keep in mind, the true spirit of Christmas is not about competition of who has more or better lights. And, well, if all else fails, you can just put up a ditto sign pointing to your most decorated neighbor. <laughs> if you're gonna have a lot of lights, try and stick to the same colored lights. For example, I'm gonna pick on one of my neighbors. Now don't get me wrong, I love my neighbors and they have decorated their house so beautifully. It is a red and cream themed house. It's everywhere. I mean, they have it on their eaves, their pillars, their trees, the whole nine yards. But they have this white and blue snowman that kind of ruins their whole red and cream vibe. The snowman sticks out like a sore thumb and it looks like it doesn't belong. Now you might be asking yourself, what about inflatables, Olivia? Well. My family has inflatable snowmans that look like they're singing carols, and we've had them since, well, they're as old as me, <laughs> and I'm 20. 
My biggest suggestion is that if you're going to do inflatables, please just don't go overboard with them, like having six or seven. Like one or two would be nice as long as they pair up well or they represent your family. For example, I have neighbors across the streets. They have a kid who's four and another one that's six. So they have a little R2-D2 with a Santa hat and a little Paw Patrol dog with a Santa hat. And I think that represents their family so well because they have those little kids, but it's still so festive. Now, wreaths can be about. a very seasonal thing. My mom, who makes wreaths, would disagree. She has a wreath or a swag for every season and holiday. In my opinion, wreaths are something that should go along with your indoor or outdoor theme. Believe it or not, my family has three. Shocker, hey? My mom, who makes wreaths, has three for us. One that is fairly large with red and gold and goes on our front. One that goes with our backlights, which is blue, silver, and white. And the door one, which matches the rustic interior decor of our house. Some people can be really into busy wreaths with the big bows, with candy canes and Christmas trolls and the whole lot. Yes, I just said Christmas trolls. Apparently, they're a whole thing, just like the Christmas tree truck. Some people may be into wreaths with very little decor, or much more of the cozy, rustic vibe with flannel bows. You can also get live swags and wreaths, or some with colored mesh. They can also come in all kinds of themes and colors with all kinds of bows as well. You wouldn't believe how much I know about bows. Don't know what a swag is? Don't worry, I've got you covered. Merriam-Webster describes a swag as a decorative strip or chain hanging in a curve between two points, or a suspended cluster of something, such as evergreen branches. So now you know. Swags usually aren't as busy as wreaths, but can be just as important door decor. If wreaths aren't really your thing. Swags are usually more simplistic and traditionally full of greenery. Though now you can buy candy cane swags and swags made out of Christmas balls and such. Swags often look really good on doors, but sometimes they can be hard to place anywhere else. Now personally, I prefer a swag, but don't tell my mom. (laughs) Just because it gives much more of a simplistic vibe and it's not super in your face on the door, but it still gives off that Christmassy vibe. Another thing I want to talk about really quick is buying local. Now, I have another little quick tangent. This year, it's more important than ever to buy local. Not only are you going to get something that's handmade with love, but support someone who has put their heart and soul into a business that they are proud of and give you a product they are proud to sell. I know wreaths can be cheaper should you buy local, but other things can be more expensive. I understand buying cheap things from Walmart if you're struggling, but keeping in mind, if you can afford it, there are some people out there that you can support and you can get something handmade just for you. I suggest looking online for small businesses with websites or or even just perusing an area in your city or town full of small locally owned shops. With COVID-19 and with the holiday season, which is the season of giving, I think if we all 
who could afford it anyways, shop local, all communities might just be a little better off. Small shops might be able to stay open through the pandemic, and some may be able to continue doing something that they love to some because of someone's contribution. And yes, my mom is a small business owner, but she isn't the only person I know that gets excited with every purchase someone makes from her because it means something is liking what she's made and she gets to pour her heart and soul into something that she loves and is reaching other people. Okay, tangent over. Swags and wreaths can really tie your inside decor to your outside decor when you put a themed wreath or swag on your door, which makes everything look just that much more tied together. Now, before I sign off, I do have something to say. Lately, my mental health has not been the best. But unlike some, I find decorating really calming and nice and it gets my creative side active. And with this podcast, I'm really hoping to find people who feel the same way. In this time, we're all trapped inside and I'm hoping that my tips and tricks might just be able to make someone else happy or help you out in making your home just a little bit more festive and cheerful. I know that putting on a tune, especially Christmas carols, and being with my family is something that makes me happy. Whether you're spending the holidays at home with blood-related family or your chosen family, with a partner or having the Friendsgiving of Christmas, I hope everyone is ready to have a happy holidays. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found something in here that was interesting or you learned something and can apply it to your decorating. I look forward to being your holiday helper next week. See ya!